Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Hey, all. It's so good to be here with you on another episode. Today, we are talking about decisions. And really, it's about how can we make decisions in a way that aligns with who we are. Now, I highly recommend all of you listening to this to go ahead and check out the intuitive decision-making episode. It aired a while back. It was probably one of the first 10 episodes on this podcast, and it covers the idea of using your soul, using that spirit, that intuitiveness within in order to make decisions. And so I do recommend you start there as your place to go when it comes to knowing how to decide. Today's episode, I want to talk about decision-making from a different angle, because while I do believe intuitive decision-making is the way to go, I also acknowledge that sometimes our ego gets in the way. It stops us from hearing that intuition. It blocks us from tapping into our soul and that inner wisdom, and it makes it hard to move forward on any decision. And so today's episode is going to be for all of our egos out there to help those egos have a bit of structure and direction. And so what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to introduce to you the four box model to decision making. Now, for the sake of all of our time here today, I'm not going to go in depth into every aspect of this four box model. So if you want the in-depth scoop on it, it's available to you for free. The decision making 101 course is for you. Here's how you can get it. All you need to do is leave a review for this podcast. So for instance, if you're listening on Apple, you would scroll to where those stars are, click the stars and leave a review, and then send me a screenshot of your review to lisa at beliefseed.com. And in response, you will receive the decision-making 101 five-part course, the emotional release guided audio process, and the Take Charge of Your Career workbook with over 30 actionable steps that you can take. Okay, so that is our intro, and now I do want to do a work when I am celebrating one of my clients. She is a coach, and as my client, what she was able to do was launch her new pilot program for her coaching all about how to set a vision. And in this launch, she has five new clients. So congratulations to my client for putting yourself out there. I know it wasn't always easy and yet you pushed forward anyways. So I just want to honor you and say congratulations to you for getting five new clients. Okay, now we will dive into the topic for today, all about decision-making. And the bottom line message from today's episode is that there truly are two key factors to decision-making. There's the decision and there's the action. 
and you need both. And then as a part of that, you need commitment to be able to do both of those things. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Now, here's what I like to frame this as. It's called the four box decision-making model. And I created it to help make it easier for our ego to understand the decision-making process. And so in the decision-making 101 course, I go into these boxes in more detail, but for right now, and for the sake of keeping this episode dialed in on the topic, here's what we need to know. Take out a piece of paper and I want you to divide that paper into four boxes. And so take a pen and draw a line in the middle vertically and in the middle horizontally so that the result is that you have four boxes. Now, what you're looking at is a four-box model. And what we want to think about then is each of these boxes represents somewhere you could be in terms of making decisions. So if you look at your piece of paper, what you haven't drawn but what is there are the axes. And so what we want to think about is that very bottom corner box on the far left side at the very bottom that represents no action and no decision. That's when you're at a standstill. And so in that box, I'd like you to write no action, no decision. And now what you're going to do is in that same bottom row, move to the right to the other box on that bottom row. What this represents is action, but no decision. And so go ahead and write that down. Action, but no decision. And so what this shows us is you could be in the state of not taking any action and not deciding, or you could be in the state of taking action, but having not decided. And so you're just frantically running around with no direction. Okay, now go back to the left and go right above the first box that you did. So right above the no action, no decision box. And right above in that box on the far left, upper corner, I'd like you to write decision, no action. And then in the last remaining box, which is on the right, upper corner, write decision, action. And that box is the magic box. That's where the true magic happens because that's where you've decided and you're taking action on it. And this demonstrates commitment because it shows you didn't only take ownership and make an actual decision, but you then took the actions to represent it. You didn't just talk the talk, you walked the walk and you did both at the same time. That's true commitment. That's honoring yourself and honoring what you want and moving forward. And so let's talk about each of these boxes a bit, because what I'd like for you to do is as you're listening to this episode, I'd like you to think about which of these boxes am I in? Now, it can be most helpful if you actually have a specific decision you've been wanting to make in mind as you're going through this. So so come up with a specific decision that you're wanting to make. Okay, with that in mind now, we want to diagnose which of these four boxes does this fall in. 
Which of the four boxes here? Now, we already know it's not in the magic box because that's where you've decided and taken action. And so that would mean you're already on to the next. So we know it's not that box. So we can rule it out. You have three other boxes. And so I'm going to share with you some of the symptoms for each of these boxes. And that'll help you know where you're at because we want to know where we're at in this framework so we can know how to move forward, how to get to the magic box. Because that's our goal here is getting to the magic box. And so thinking about the decision you're wanting to make. Now, the first question is we want to know, are you in the no decision, no action box? What this would look like is you're not doing anything related to that decision. You might be distracting yourself. You might be telling yourself other things are more important. You might, every time you think about it, your mind kind of goes blank and you forgot what you were talking about (laughs) and you end up down some other rabbit hole that has nothing to do with what you originally were trying to uh, decide upon. And so those are all cues that you're in no action, no decision. This doesn't mean you're not doing something. I know a lot of people out there who all of a sudden they get really into cleaning their house. Have you ever been there where you have a big decision looming for work and all of a sudden the only thing that seems to matter is making sure your office is organized or the dishes are done or that that floor has been mopped or vacuumed? Yeah, you're procrastinating. So it's not that you're not taking any action. It's that you're taking action that has nothing to do with the decision. You're distracting yourself. You're sleeping in, you're avoiding the conversation, you're doing things that have nothing to do with the decision, or you're literally not doing anything. And so the no action part simply means no action related to that decision, that thing you're wanting to decide on. The decision part, this has to do with you saying, yes, I'm going to do this next. It's you putting a line in the sand, so to speak, saying, even though this could go in any direction, I am choosing, I've decided this is what I'm going to do. It's you making a claim, setting down a statement that's you saying, this is my next move. Have you done that? Or have you avoided doing that? Have you just gone back and forth? Well, I could do this. I'm thinking about doing this. Yeah, I think I'll do this. Only you know, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should wait, maybe I should do something else first. And so you're going back and forth, back and forth, and you're never actually saying, okay, it's as good as done. I have decided I am moving forward with this plan. So if both of those feel true to you, you're in this box, this no action, no decision box. And this box is not really a fun place to be in. Because this box represents complete standstill. When I work with my clients, this box often looks like the word stuck. I am stuck. And stuck isn't just because they're not doing anything. It's because they're not mentally allowing themselves to do anything. And so they won't even let themselves own their choice. They won't choose what to do. And oftentimes people will tell me, well, I need more information. I don't have enough knowledge yet. I don't have enough experience yet. The timing just hasn't aligned yet. I'm waiting to move forward on taking any action yet. And those all could be true. And if that's the case, 
then own your decision that you're not deciding. Because indecision is a choice too. And we want you to let yourself be okay with deciding not to decide if that's truly what you want to do. You could say, hey, I am interested in building this skill set. But before I decide how to move forward with that, I want to talk with my boss first. Great. So you've decided to wait. That's a decision. And what the action will be? Well, you reach out to schedule some time to talk with your boss. Great. Now you've decided and acted. Now you're in the magic box. But before you're in that box, you have to meet yourself where you're at and you have to actively let yourself decide. What do I want to do, if anything? Now, if you want tips on how to move and work through that, the Decision Making 101 course will offer you specific tips on how to do so. But for right now, we're diagnosing which box you're in so you can help yourself see where you're at. So let's go to the next box, shall we? So this box is the one directly to the right, the bottom right corner. That was the box where it was you were taking action, but you hadn't decided. What does this look like? Well, this looks like you thinking, well, maybe I want to increase my skill set. Man, I wonder if that would be helpful. And instead of truly deciding whether or not that's a good use of your time, you're just all of a sudden enrolling in all of these courses and going down the rabbit hole on Udemy or the LinkedIn learning platform or YouTube, whatever it might be for you. And you just keep consuming content, which is an action in itself, consuming information. That's an action. It's not the most active action, it's more passive, but you are doing something. But it's based on this fleeting thought about, I wonder if I should, as opposed to you conveying and committing to yourself that you're going to. And what often happens is that means there's no commitment there. You're taking action without the commitment of your decision. And so you often will start going down the YouTube rabbit hole or the LinkedIn learning rabbit hole, but you won't maybe finish. You'll, you'll wonder, well, you know, I'm not really sure if this is a good use of my time. And you'll change your mind. You'll be halfway through five different courses, five different books, five different opportunities, and not really ever finishing anything or finishing something that really had nothing to do with what you needed to do. It was some skill that actually if you had paused for a moment to think about, isn't that relevant towards your actual path you want to take? But you never gave yourself the time to pause and ask that question. So you ended up going a million miles an hour down in one direction that ended up being a direction that's opposite of a decision you would have made. But you never discovered that because you didn't pause to ask, is this what I want? You just took action. This box is somewhere that I myself am frequently in and having to remind myself of what I'm actually trying to do. I guess you could say some people like slowly build their momentum, but me, I can sometimes go a million miles a minute. Like an idea pops up and I've done five steps before I've even stopped to say, wait a minute, do I actually want to pursue this? Because I get so excited about the activity that I don't pause to think strategically, intuitively, is this what I want? I get swept away in the idea of it. And what happens is this dramatic roller coaster of action taking and getting things done and then stopping and saying, wait a minute, did I even want to do that? 
this is how I've created courses that have nothing to do with what I'm actually trying to sell because I never stop to say, do I actually think it makes sense to pursue this course? So you want to build a stop point for yourself. If this is you, if this is the box that you're in, you have to help yourself build a stop point. You have to notice when you're in the fleeting action mode, the action junkie mode, where you're just taking action after action after action and you're not actually going anywhere with it. And so that is your action step is to actually stop, pause, take a breath. Did you take yourself down another rabbit hole without stopping to consider if that rabbit hole even makes sense for you? Take some breaths, ground yourself, calm yourself down, and let your strategic mind and your intuitive soul come out to hear what you actually want to do, not just the options out there. And this means you think beyond the moment because in the moment you might be like, oh yeah, I really, really want to do that. I want to do it now. But notice how that feels the way I just said that. There's a rush to it, a dopamine hit to it almost. And I do believe in the idea of following the urges that come to you. But there are differences between an egoic urge and a soul-based urge. An egoic urge is this quick, must do it now. And there's almost like a, a scarcity behind it. There's a must do it now or else. Must do it now or I'll forget or I'll lose my momentum or I'll lose my stamina. And that is not the type of urge we want to follow in that moment. A soul-based urge is calmer. You might still be lit up and excited, but there's a grounded nature to it. Because if it's soul-led, it doesn't have scarcity. It doesn't have this concern of or else. Because you know if it's meant to be, the momentum will grow as you go. But the only way you'll be able to truly hear is as if you get out of the action junkie mentality, which is when we take action to feel good without stopping to pause and decide if we even wanted to take that action. We have to get out of that mentality to allow ourselves to move forward to a place of grounded intention. And that will allow us to decide because that's going to get us back into that magic box. Now let's go to that other box, the one on the upper left corner, the one that's decide but no action. So with this box, what does this look like? If this is you, this means you've made a decision. But you haven't taken any action to back that decision. This is when you say, okay, yes, I'm pivoting my career. I'm going to actually pursue this path instead. And here's the next step to get there. And then you go about your day as if no decision had been made, as if nothing had happened. And the dilemma with this box is if you don't take action based on your decision and you let it sit, the ego doesn't like that. It is looking for rapid results because it's looking for short-term fixes, easy wins. And so if you make a decision and then you don't take any action to back that decision, your ego thinks, well, that didn't work. Something must be wrong. We didn't move forward huh, there must be another way. Maybe I should do it differently. And then we can actually put ourselves in a state of second guessing. Why? 
because we didn't take any action to solidify our commitment to what we decided. This is that idea that words can just be fluff. True action demonstrates our commitment, our intention, and our belief. And this comes to play in this box. So what we want to do, if this is the box that you're in, is we want to take an action, even a small action. It doesn't have to be a massive action. Like if you decide, okay, I want to quit my job, the next action doesn't have to be you quit your job. The next action could be you speak with a career coach like me to talk about, okay, what next steps do you want to have? You work on your resume. You schedule informational interviews to talk with people that are in roles you'd consider applying for. You reach out to your network to see if anyone knows of openings that are coming up. You do work on your LinkedIn to get it put back in order. So it's not that you have to do the big massive action right away. There doesn't have to feel be or it doesn't ever have to feel rash. There's no rashness to this. When you're doing this from a grounded place, which means you're soul connected, you've decided and then you take a step to solidify your commitment. So this will help you get out of that upper left quadrant where you've decided, but you're not doing anything. And we want to look at why. Why aren't you doing anything? What's stopping you from going forward? Your brain might tell you, well, maybe I made the wrong decision. And we often assume if we haven't taken action and we said we would, it must mean we decided wrong. And so then we renegotiate our decision and we either maybe come to the same decision and are annoyed at ourselves for wasting our own time, or we come to a different decision, but feel less committed to it because if you could just go from one decision to another one in such a quick period of time, how can we trust that this decision is right? And so you end up devaluing your own self and you hinder your ability to trust yourself when you do that because you're telling yourself, my decisions are like the wind (laughs) blowing in every direction, could change at a moment's notice, could come to a standstill at a moment's notice, and you just flow with it. We need a sense of grounding to what we decide. Actions help create grounding. Not rash actions, but strategic actions guided by what you decided. And what this means is whenever you make a decision, don't just decide the overarching concept of what you're going to do. Like, don't just decide, I'm going to leave my job or I'm going to build my skill set. Also decide, the next step you're going to take to do that. So it's like you make a big decision on the topic and then you make a little decision that's pivotal to back that decision up. And that pivotal decision is here's the next step I will take. And then you take that action. What stops us from taking that action is often fear. Fear of what will happen fear of the unknown, fear of it going well, and then we're going to have to continue the expectation, the precedent that we've set for ourselves and not knowing if we can manage that, not knowing if we want to spend the time to to do that. 
And so we stop ourselves from taking action because we have a fear. And then we might not know that we have a fear. And so we assume then we must have made the wrong decision because we don't seem very committed to it. And that's the second guessing that comes up. And so what we want to help ourselves do is build that commitment. And like I said, you make the theme decision, you make a pivotal decision about what to do next, and then you do that next one step. However, sometimes we feel like we can't even get ourselves to do that one next step. And this is where coaching is really helpful. This is where having somebody there to talk with you about what's going on in your mind is really helpful because a lack of taking action represents fear stopping you from committing. The action demonstrates the commitment. You're not taking the action. Something's stopping you from letting yourself fully commit. What is it? The truth is, we don't have to believe to get started. We just have to feel it's worth trying even if it doesn't work. Because if it's worth trying even if it doesn't work, then it's okay if you fail. If it's worth trying even if people laugh at you, then it's okay if they laugh. If it's worth trying even if you fall flat on your face and have to go back to square one, then you're willing to put the time in to try and make it happen to make it happen. Because you know if it doesn't, it was still worth it. And so if you're here, having made a decision and having not taken action, help yourself see why and help yourself build the commitment by knowing you don't have to believe you can do it. You just have to see how it's worth doing even if it doesn't succeed. That's building commitment. And when you feel that in your bones, when you say, hey, I have your back, even if this completely sucks, even if you fall flat on your face, even if no one gets it or gets you or understands you, it's worth it because you got to show up for you. That will build your commitment. That will build the fuel, the fire within to move forward. Okay, the last box is that upper right corner box. And that's the decide and act box. And that's that magic box. We call it magic because it's where the magic happens because it's when you decide something, you're committed to it to the point that you take an action. This is always the goal. And so thinking now on the decision that you're wanting to execute upon, ask yourself, which of those boxes am I in? And once it's identified, you now know either you need to take an action or you need to make a decision or you need to do both. Let's say you're in that bottom left box, the no action, no decision box. If you truly feel stuck, getting any traction related to your decision can help. This doesn't mean you do that million miles a minute thing and you go down this crazy path and you end up three certifications later realizing you didn't even want to build that skill. No, this is one small pivotal action before you decide to help you with your decision. So you could ask yourself, is there data that I feel like I'm missing that's stopping me from deciding? 
And that really applies to either box on the left. If so, how could I get that data? And also ask yourself, do I really need more data? Or am I just telling myself that so that I don't have to move through the fear of taking action and solidifying my commitment to this decision? This is where we have to be so brutally and compassionately honest with ourselves. This is how we help ourselves forward. This is how we decide. Without both the decision, the mental statement of this is what I'm doing, and the action, we have no true commitment, which makes it this fleeting notion of an idea of something we want to do without any stability to it. Help yourself build your commitment. Help yourself identify what fear or confusion is the way your brain, your brain might phrase it. It might say, no, 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 we're not afraid. We're just confused. Okay, confusion is like closing your eyes to the fear underneath it. The only thing stopping you from deciding is the fear of what will happen if you decide and it doesn't turn out or if you decide wrong. So that's why I push back on anyone who's like, oh, no, no, I'm not afraid. I'm just confused. Play that out of it. If you were just confused, but you had no fear, you would just do something. And so help yourself to see what it is. And this will help you move into that magic box, making decisions, honoring those decisions by taking action and demonstrating your commitment through that process. Okay, so that is today's episode. Thank you all for being here with me. And to dive in deeper, again, Decision Making 101 is available to you. You get it as part of the podcast bundle, which also includes the Emotional Release MP3 and also the Take Charge of Your Career guidebook of 30 ideas in there for how to take your career to the next level. Just leave me a review for this podcast. Send me an email at lisa at believeseed.com to let me know and you can get this bundle. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with salt.